guys, welcome back to the Misinformed Podcast with your hosts Jess and Mara. Boom, hello. How are we all? Hello everybody, how are everyone doing? Happy Thursday, if we get this out on time. We got our episode out on Saturday, I think. Yeah, I'm so sorry. But listen, that's fine. I don't think we've ever actually like said on the pod, oh hi, we release every Thursday. We'll, yeah, listen, we, we will <laughs> just release our episodes when we feel like it, so... Yeah, Still this work. week we actually have a good reason. Why can't I hear myself? Hmm? I thought I could hear myself. Anyway, let's ignore it. This week we actually had a good reason because my mum and Jess's sister have the same birthday and Jess and I, we're good gift givers, so we like to go all out, don't we? Yeah. So we were busy celebrating and finishing off the gifts. So, yeah, let us live, okay. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, we hope we, you enjoyed last week's episode. Um, we don't actually have anything to say. <laughs> thanks, yeah. kid, thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to wing it. So we don't know where this is going to go. And that's very dangerous of us because it, it could go left. It could go right. It could go up. It could go south. Who knows? And those are the um the directions on a compass <laughs> oh i'm sorry i'm really joking i'm um, sorry yeah so how, other than that how's your week been uh quite fantastic actually um oh. not like we recorded on thursday or anything and it's only been like i know two three days but um well, i don't know what's happened significantly um of my sleeping schedule has been actually my sleep schedule has always been not the best like I've never really had a structured sleeping schedule it started at uni and it went downhill oh it started with going to bed at 1am then 2am then 3am and now the latest I've gone to bed is has been this week which was two in the afternoon that's just crazy to me crazy yeah but there I saw a tiktok here we go <laughs> that did explain that when you are from a chaotic slash hectic family or household i'll say at night is obviously when everyone was asleep so you would have time especially as like an older child when you had younger siblings and whatever that was your time to do your ish that's the only time you had like quiet and it, it was like you know calm so that's the time you had to like be you and mm-hmm. do your shit without having people around you and like again I shared a room till I was like 18 so if, oh no even later than that even so to me I've always been a night owl kind of thing and like you're know, just alone and switch yeah. it makes sense it definitely makes sense yeah but it's not the healthiest it impacts me like I, I wake up like really groggy because I haven't got enough sleep and then like, I don't end up working out because I'm too tired and groggy and it's, it's just a big cycle so I'm trying to fix it up like today I was able to kind of bring it back to some form of normal normalcy normality yeah that's the word Ooh. yikes you can let <laughs> English is beating my ass up yeah. um yeah I, something yeah. on the mallet honestly that's just insane to me i i am so, like the kind of person that like genuinely needs like so much sleep i don't think i've ever met anyone that needs quite as much sleep as i do like as a person because i like for me i think if i were to say like oh the ideal amount of sleep for me to function as a normal human being would be like 9 hours like eight hours okay fine I'll be sad (laughs) but I think nine hours oh sorry (laughs) that scared me (laughs) my dad's just um doing stuff with the call anyway um yeah nine hours would be like probably the ideal I could I have slept for like 13 hours at a time before just like of a day like I wasn't sick I wasn't anything I just felt like continuing to sleep and like once a month (laughs) I need (laughs) I sound like a baby once a month I feel like my body just starts to shut down and I have to I have to have like 13 hours sleep and then like that's kind of me like recharging and then like I can go for another month without like wow dude like yeah just sleep has always been something that she needs like 
I'll be texting her like 5 a.m. and she'll be like, bitch, I was asleep. Yeah. Yeah. And like, if we would have to wake up early for something, it was like food is just like a child. Food and sleep is like at the top. Like I can go a whole morning without eating and eat at like 12. I, even if I've woken up at like eight, even later, bruv, get food in her mouth. Cause she becomes a massive bitch and it's not fun no, to like be you. around someone who's hungry. <laughs> we were actually talking about it the other day, me and my family, how much I like need to eat constantly. <laughs> and like sometimes, like as soon as I wake up, I'm hungry. Boom. I need breakfast immediately. And even sometimes, like, if I wake up and really need a wee, like, I'll go have a wee and get back into the bed. And by the time I get back to bed, like, back to bed, I'll be hungry. <laughs> like, even like, the thing is, I am hungry, though. It's not like I'm not hungry. It's just, I'm good yeah. with not eating. You can just, like, be hungry and that's you. Nah. Yeah. I don't know why. I, it's, I, it's everything that I do in my life stems from laziness stems from not wanting to do stuff just wanting to relax yeah and the fact that I could be in bed yeah all day and not have to eat I'm like yeah I could I could I've woken up at like 11 before and only eating dinner oh my god nine but and I'll be doing shit all throughout the day like with work yeah would would you get like hangry like would you get irritated no I get irritated just naturally <laughs> because I'm hungry that's my natural state <laughs> yeah like, I'm, I'm very easily irritated but mm-hmm. like just in general but I drink so much water like I am constantly drinking water every single everyone knows my water bottle is like my best friend I always mm-hmm. have it with me so maybe that's why like even for work for example I start work at nine so I'm up at like 8 40 to just get ready on a good day most days yeah. bruv nine o'clock <laughs> nine o'clock and i'm brushing my teeth while having morning meeting yeah. like that's how much anyway but like i'll only eat when my it's my lunch time and i normally have lunch at one till two so i'll go from like nine till one no food in my stomach and i'll be fine oh no i i i get to the point where i can't actually like physically function like i can't see <laughs> If I get really hungry I but I also feel like I'm and my mom gets like that as well like my blood sugar just drops and uh-huh. I get really really shaky and like lightheaded and stuff so I'm not sure if it's like an actual thing or like I don't know what happens but yeah I actually physically I like, can't couldn't function yeah I do get lightheaded I do but, but like ignore it yeah but only when I do stuff and I'm normally just sitting in bed so I'm not going to get like headed sitting in a bed. And if I stand yeah. up. <laughs> if I faint, then, you know, I'm in the right place. <laughs> I also, I'm also an anemic person as well. So yes. um, I get dizzy, lightheaded, migraines very easily. Maybe I should eat more. Maybe that's what. That's actually a really good point. Um, but how can I be a fat bitch and uh, still not eat as much? Anyway, let's not go into that. Besides the point. The point Sorry, is, point. let's all sleep more. I think sleep is good though, because when I do get a lot of sleep, I feel so re- like refreshed and vibey, mm. and I feel like I have my life together when I wake up early. I know. Like, do you ever see those people that are like, oh my gosh? So I wake up, like I go to bed at like nine, and then I wake up at like I don't know six and go for a morning run and do my uh, yoga, and then like that's their I've, morning routine. I've been saying I want to go on walks in the mornings for the longest. I just can't do it. Like yeah. Thursday, uh, I went Tesco's at like eight. And I was like, why is there so why is there so many people? And then I just I'm like, the offices are closed. Okay. Why are you up? There's why is there so many people around? I come to see that not a lot of the offices around me are actually closed. And I'm like, these people can actually work from home. Stop making them come in but when there's a pandemonium. Like oh. yeah, a lot of the architecture ones, um Oh, like right by you yeah are open hmm. yeah also i have found yeah there's so many like pr offices like on my um street and near my gym and i'm like bitch i'm gonna knock on your door when you guys open again so you can give me give me work experience please Literally. I'm, try- I'm trying to get work experience i'm trying to level up but yeah we've literally spent so much time speaking about hungry less than eating wow mm-hmm. 
content. Yes, we are here for you. Just put us on in the background if you feel lonely. We'll just (laughs) chat away in the office. (laughs) No, no, for real. I feel like, yeah, when it comes to podcasts, I normally do it as like comfort thing because I don't like to be alone in my thoughts a lot of the time. So when I'm like washing the dishes or when I'm walking, like I just need to have I need to be listening to something just like appreciating the sights and you know mm. the finer things in life I feel, I feel like, like oh sorry you go no 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 no. carry on I have nothing else to say I'll speak for the sake of speaking <laughs> <laughs> I feel that um for me like and even like um my flatmate as well said this that I put on podcasts and it makes me feel so much more productive like I could put on music but that won't distract me or like get me in the zone quite as much as like just sticking on a podcast and like listening as and when you want. Like just having someone like chatting in the background just like weirdly helps. And I think even more so now than ever. Like I think a lot more people have got into podcasts, whether it's recording them or listening to them, just for the sake of like almost because you feel like you're almost part of the conversation when you're listening to podcasts like oh my god how how often do you whenever you listen to a podcast like start talking like oh my god I feel like that too you're like oh my god yeah. <laughs> you're like oh they I'll can't like, hear me <laughs> I'll be adding stuff like mm-hmm, period yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah exactly yeah exactly they can't hear me but um it, it helps and it's quite it's nice to have in the background as you say I know we're not going to talk about it yeah but we're going to talk about this yet so currently um this woman she was going to do a documentary for um bbc whatever on uh, how black women have a higher mortality rate um during childbirth and she's in the healthcare system mm-hmm. than everyone else cool and then they literally they're like yeah yeah she done all the research she lined up all the interviews she done all the work and they're like yeah, yeah we don't want you anymore we're gonna get Rochelle Humes the lady that literally had her kids all in private hospitals and has never really spoken about racial issues until BLM and literally said that um, she didn't think that it was important to have the race talk with her kids. What? What? Yeah. Why? Why did they change? Um, Because they were like, it will reach a wider audience and stuff like that. And it's just like, it's again, just the erasure, erasure, the erasing of dark-skinned black women from like narratives that are meant, that literally are started by us and should have us in the center of it. Yeah. And it's been, again, wiped by everyone else and just like lighter people. And it's just, you know, I don't want to talk about it because just, you know what, when something's so exhausting and you're like, oh my God, like I'm at the point where I just want to cuss everyone. I don't even want to have an intelligent conversation. Mm. I don't even want to... I just want to literally tell everyone to suck their mothers exponentially. I'm tired. Yeah. It's exhausting. It's annoying. Because it's so constant. Yeah. Like, there's just never really, like... It's just... A lot of the time, yeah, when you... When we say that ignorance is bliss, it is... Oh, my God. I wish I didn't okay I don't wish I didn't get an education but I just sometimes I'm like oh my god this is just so long this yeah is just so long as Lauren would say our friend from um the black country in Birmingham just so long because I rather yeah not give a toss about what's going on in the world because when you do care about what's going on in the world so you're always constantly having to like just think and question mm-hmm. and be outraged and I'm like oh my god like, it's so tiring yeah to be constantly like that's always a thing with um I guess globalization and like this idea of having phones and having the opportunity to understand everything that's happening on in the world constantly it's absolutely exhausting and it's especially again as I say I can't see you saying this especially in lockdown but like we have no other time no we have no- nothing else to do than kind of just be on our phones and on social media and hearing of all these awful things constantly and it's one of those things that once you're clued in on it you feel almost obliged to constantly speak about it and constantly know about things and feel like empathize with everyone and that is what we should be doing but at the same time at what point is that just unhealthy for the person like if you think about it you you're no use to someone or no use to whatever movement it is um if you 
or mentally not in a stronger place do you know what I mean like if you are constantly taking on board everything in the world and then you're wanting to fight the good fight you're not going to be much of a person if you are not even like stopping and looking in at yourself and thinking okay right well what do I think or what do I feel or like do I need a break from this whatever um so I think it's, it's hard it's very very difficult um especially nowadays yeah and it's just like but you feel guilty or I do I feel guilty sometimes for not like always talking about stuff because it's like mm-hmm. I just CBA I just like it's not I can't be bothered of because of the issue I just can't be bothered to have people oppose my view that's you know I'm just gonna say I don't like having people oppose what I'm saying because I just I just feel like you're so you're, you're dumb then if you don't care yeah. like, you're dumb then like, shut up in most instances I I'm more than happy to listen to what you have to say (laughs) but in certain aspects like when it comes to um racism and homophobia and sexism and stuff like that like I just I don't want to hear what you have to say (laughs) and I think that's also okay like there's a difference between having a different opinion and just being a bigot (laughs) yeah and it's like it's always it's always the straight white people don't want to do up to play devil's advocate why are you advocating for the devil every day yeah. oh just oh what if it was flipped on its head sorry do you know what i just remembered what? why did it just come into my head okay do you remember in first year of uni um we had like a drama seminar mm-hmm. and uh i think one of the plays we were talking about had, it was to do with like was it immigration was it not immigration who knows it was probably wasn't about immigration but like one of the themes had to do with like immigration and like whatever and then this this girl in our seminar (laughs) sorry this girl in our seminar class yeah she just had like surgery for her arm i think she had like cancer or something or had like zero was i there i have no recollection she was northern irish as well i can't remember her name but um, she played hockey. She's Northern Irish. Did she stay on forever? Like not forever, but like was she in? Did she stay on to third year? I cannot remember. I promise you, I can't remember. Oh Jesus, I have no idea. Anyway, and, okay. She was Northern Irish. She had something on her arm, and then you were like to me, "Oh, if it was like cancerous." I remember you saying, "Or like oh. she had like cells in her arm." I have. Well, I've completely erased that from my memory. I'm so sorry. <laughs> anyway, so she had surgery, yeah. And she had it in um, the hospital in uh, the town we had to union. And then she, <laughs> apparently in the waiting room, there was a, um, a like a South Asian hijabi. I don't even know but there was a hijabi there went, also getting surgery as well. And then she said, <laughs> she said to oh, us, God. Uh, yeah, I was waiting ages for my uh, surgery and then this person who had like a translator, I didn't even speak English and they were also getting surgery as well and it's like, I'm like from here first of all from Northern Ireland, but okay I'm like from here, so like why I waited so long and this person that's literally getting surgery that's not even from here, like on the same day I am when I've been waiting for so long like how is that fair? And then me and the only other person of colour literally looked at it, it is a mirage, looked to each other <laughs> it was it's, this is why like when there's like race things happen i always try to find the other yeah, person yeah. in the room like we looked at each other and then i looked at you to my side and it was so it was so it was like from a cartoon oh my god i looked at raj and then raj looked at his friend after and i looked at you after and they were just like <sighs> and then Bro, obviously i, I was like to her dude you don't know how long she's been you don't know about her like shut you up, don't know just, her just because you think she's not British, okay, sis, your Islamophobia and racism is showing. Yeah. Like, uh. it was, I don't know why that came into my head just now. But I find that, oh my God, oh, people are wild, man. Who yeah. says that? Who's, no, but like, in your, even if you do think, yeah, racist and bigot and homophobic things, yeah, in the, in the age of 2020, why do you want to say it? Because you think people are snowflakes and, all this bs yeah i mean it just doesn't yeah it doesn't make sense um what was i gonna say i was gonna say something else oh yeah but like i don't understand like i know that we we talk about this and like we don't understand what other person's feelings are when it comes to racism but genuinely like in that incident 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 
incident. Um, she so she was in a hospital. Obviously, both of these people were in pain, and both of them needed to be tended to. Like, where is your humanity in saying I need to be seen first? Like, just because I was, you know, I'm part of the UK or whatever it is. Like, it doesn't matter. At this, at that very moment, it doesn't matter who's from where, who believes in what, who, you know, whatever it is. Both of you need to be seen to. So, how can you be that selfish? to say something like that to first of all think something like that like that genuinely has never come like popped into my head before in my life to think oh god I deserve this more than this other person especially when it comes to your health and like your well-being like it just it's horrible to have to share a country with people like that I think it's mad and then it's just like you I I hate when people say oh, people are too sensitive nowadays. Because we know what I hear when I say that. I hear when I, sorry, you know what I hear when someone says that Hmm. is that I wish I could carry on being, um, like, say my, blame what you call it say my ignorant oh yeah I wish I could still say ignorant things without actually having to learn without actually kind of use my education and get educated on stuff I wish things could stay the same and I wish I didn't have to learn I wish I didn't have to evolve yeah like that's what I hear when I hear people saying that and that's why I don't like it because I get when it's like I get jokes okay I do get jokes but your jokes shouldn't ever come at the expense of other people yeah that's a hundred percent like I find the funniest people the people that make fun of their own situations and their own things and things that everyone can relate to if you if your material as a as a comedian is only based on your you know racist homophobic sexist remarks that's not humor to me like that's not funny and if those are the only way that you can make someone laugh or that's the only material you can come up with then you are not funny you are just reinforcing stereotypes and yeah it's um I don't find that funny at all yeah it's like you're not you're not funny and this is why I don't find men funny a lot of the time like I think about it people the people around me the funniest people around me are not men Mm. and I this narrative that girls aren't funny girls where does it come from because it sounds like internalized misogyny to me. <laughs> it's internalized misogyny for me. No, yeah. it is. Yeah, sometimes you call. You know what it is? Yeah, calling people out for their dumbness. It's it's really uncomfortable. It is like I'm not gonna sit here hmm. and like say that it's not because it is. But once you start doing it, I don't know. You feel this kind of like power. Yeah, and like you feel. I don't know when you can when it's uncomfortable situation that you can call people out is when you I don't know you become your true self like I learned a lot it was my friend Lauren who like just gave me the confidence to be like yo stop saying shit bruv yeah yeah and embarrass like calling Lauren's the queen of calling people out and embarrassing them yes right there and then (laughs) like right there and then I'm like oh trying to be like you yeah absolutely trying to be like she absolutely she's like I don't know she just doesn't give a shit about most things do you know and yeah. I just like absolutely want that for myself <laughs> yeah oh that's not to say that she doesn't sometimes I don't know get whatever but the way she comes across is that um she doesn't care like she just is she's very much an open book and I love that about her and yeah. it's definitely something that people should try and be more like yeah I like you know um obviously this year at the beginning of the year we we're writing our things on like what we want to do and what we want to improve and stuff like that yeah and like um not gonna lie uh, I'm struggling to reach to uh, stick to them we'll get yeah. there we'll get there but one thing I added is I want to be like more outspoken and I feel like I'm, I really am outspoken like whatever but like more outspoken in a sense of like more outspoken is like when I'm I'm doing something and when I want to do something like just commit to it and be like yeah it's okay if I want to like bloody go on holiday during a pandemic obviously I'm not going to do it but like um I want to go to Portugal and I know it's like going to be frowned upon or whatever but it's like if I do it properly and whatever and just stay there instead of moving back and forth mm-hmm I am probably gonna do it over the summer like go, go to Portugal during the summer because I think like it's 
I don't know how to frame it in a way that it's just like because this pandemic has literally been like so ugh, I get I get people wanting to leave the car I, I, I'm not gonna lie I get it mm-hmm. like I get people I going to Dubai wasn't it's not smart and whatever but like if you're doing taking the right precautions and doing it for an actual reason instead of I just want to go on holiday like I'm not gonna go there for a week and then come back. I'm probably just gonna go there and just stay there. Yeah, yeah. For a long, a prolonged um time. I'm not mm-hmm. gonna say I'm gonna live there. I'm gonna stay for a long time because I just feel like I need like it. It will be damaging for me to stay here more than. Yeah. I yeah, know. and then and then like just take my mistake. Like take if I wanna do badness or whatever I'll just take it and be more like okay admit to it instead of being like oh no it's fine like, I'm gonna no, no no like I went out during the pandemic like my friends came to my house um not now but like when it we were allowed okay, the restrictions weren't as strict yeah yeah during the thing and like we had people around over for Christmas and I know it's like I just I'm just like loneliness is something that can kill as well for sure like I think I don't know anyone that's absolutely like stuck to the rules from the get-go like not done anything that is like out of the ordinary but at the same time you do have to realize that literally we're all human and this is not something that as humans we are designed to be able to cope with and to deal with we are naturally sociable people like hu- like humans are in their nature um sociable and they like we need other humans to interact with to be able to be um to be able to function and I think that that is it is ridiculous for anyone to sit and say oh like we should absolutely like stick to restrictions from the get-go and not put one foot out of line in saying that obviously we do constantly have to think about the better good and be responsible in what we're doing but it's one of those things that it's probably a very controversial thing to be talking about but at what point, like you say, does the aspect of mental health and loneliness not outweigh, but you need to start thinking about it as well? And like, yeah, and like, I'm not saying that I'm all proper, like, I'm gonna go to Portugal or whatever, but like, yeah. owning the fact that I am not a perfect person and it's okay, like, I feel guilty for wanting to do these things, like, do you know what I mean? Like, I feel obviously I should, but it's like, I don't, I don't take, I don't like live in my truth of you're not perfect like you you're there looking at these instagram um people sideways when really you do want to do that as well yeah (laughs) do you know what i mean i know i I know i know and it's just being truthful and it's not being a bad person but like you're not perfect you're not a perfect human being and i know that uh yeah probably we look down on what we're saying because we haven't done it yet no by the way but from the beginning i followed the rules to like a tea like even when it came to going to the shop like i only went to the shop when it was something that i needed my mom and my mom only went shopping um for food like once a week mm-hmm. and like i only went out if i needed something and it's i wouldn't even go just one thing like i would do normally like it would have to be like when i needed like a collection of things and stuff like that yeah and like we did not leave the house no one came around oh there's actually no my nephew did come around when my um other nephew was in hospital mm-hmm. and he couldn't stay alone so he came to us that was during the first lockdown but he was a child and he couldn't stay by himself okay yeah. well there was other people in hospital so no, that was enough. a you know but other than that like stuck to the rules and then came July it was very much back and forth and I'm just like I just did like you don't know like you say they say yeah this is fine to do so we follow that rule and then they know this is not fine to do and this is fine to do it's not fine to do listen I'm not going around raving partying whatever yeah like, yeah and like for me I was the exact same when first lockdown like I I'm the kind of person, obviously, if you haven't caught on by now, like, what's wrong with you? But, you know, I am such a people pleaser. <laughs> and you said I, you haven't caught out what's wrong with me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but I know, right. So I, first lockdown, I was like, oh my God, like, if I put one toe out of line, I'm going to kill everyone. Like, this is going to be all my fault. And I am going to be the sole reason for the spread of this disease. 
Um, obviously that is not true, and that's a ridiculous thing. So anyway, I, I would just get so upset about like the smallest things, and then after I think after the, the they eased the restrictions and stuff like that, and then once for me the one thing that really just the government did that I just didn't didn't sit well with me, and after that I was like, you know what, fuck you was with the whole, the way they dealt with students and the way that they, obviously this whole time they knew that learning would be online and that the students wouldn't be able to go on campus or some students would, whatever. But they didn't tell anyone until after they all forced them all to move and enter into these contracts and rent from places and just as a way to make money. And that's when they decided, oh no, no, they yeah. could have stayed home they yeah. could have stayed from they could have been like okay first time you're going to be at home so stay home and then january will review it all it would have been so different exactly the- but they chose not to do that and so from then i was like do you know what if you're not going to look after your own people who are you to to create adverts of me having to look into, into the eyes of someone who has coronavirus with an oxygen mask on and say oh that i'm breaking the rules because boris actually you're breaking the rules you are the one that is responsible for all of this and maybe this is i don't know this is our podcast and we can talk about whatever we want but it's maybe a little bit more political than we've ever been but it's just it really at what point does it just like get to you you know and everyone's like oh my god yeah we should talk about it we should talk about how we feel during lockdown and blah 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 but is anyone actually talking about it like is anyone actually sitting down saying this is really like really struggling with this or whatever like it's always seems quite still quite surface level like no one actually wants to get into the the root of it yeah yeah and it's like it's with this whole lockdown and the pandemic it's like the responsibility is being put on us the individual which it should because it's spread by yeah community thing yes but it's like the the i don't know how to explain it but like your role your role as government is to put us in line yeah and if you would have not opened the pubs not done eat out to help out but then you're putting the, the it on you're saying oh my god you guys are not you shouldn't be going out but you're literally saying go out go eat out to help out mm. and yeah i did participate in eat out to help out That's monday to, do. to wednesday five guys saw me me and my <laughs> friends they saw us every single week but that's another one of those things like after having such an intense lockdown and then now you're told go eat out help out drink eat see your friends you're like oh my god yes I'm so gonna do that like why would you not want to do that exactly and then even I remember yeah um it was for one of my friend's birthdays um Cash's birthday and we went to like this like bar pub type thing where it was like tables but they also had music so it's like a club right also bar yeah. it was very very much weird and then someone uh popped up i was like oh for someone that was so scared of the pandemic you still seem like you were having fun and i felt so guilty i was like oh my God, but it was God. it was social distance but like obviously the my friends were not in my household and we're all like hugging and whatever whatever yeah but that is, it's you can still it's oh i don't know how to say this or like it's horrible because but like it was it was actually drawing the whole eat out to help out thing as yeah. well do you know how mad that is but if something is open yeah like i just okay yeah quite didn't follow the rules but not even the rules because it was open but i think it should have it was more like a i it wasn't um i should have done it as a individual instead of the government kind of thing because there's obviously you know but did I that? oh my god this is we are trying to <laughs> But I think this is one of the most real conversations we have had on the pod because it's not us like it's us being vulnerable human beings in a sense of owning our mistakes and you know take it like taking ownership for the things that we are not perfect for and I think that is very okay okay yeah but um if it was open and I would we were social distanced from other people in the bloody table chairs or whatnot whatnot bruv I did it like yeah but I don't know anyone that again I don't know anyone that didn't or didn't want to because it just like it's one of those things what as soon as they as soon as you open up the world after being locked in your house for x amount of time and you're told you can go you can go eat out and you can go see your friends in fact you're actually encouraged to do so you're going to do that but then the problem is again with how it's managed and that you're all crammed in like 
with like they don't really care about how many households and how many people are in there and do you know and like it, it just gets really difficult then but and it's, it's easy to sit here and say oh you know they should have done this way back when and they should have and we all know they should have the government has dealt with this in an appalling appalling way um my only wish for them they obviously can't turn back time they obviously can't change anything is for them to own it and that is what pisses me off the most about politicians and especially conservative politicians they just like find a way to blame it on someone else and they don't take ownership for what they've done and they, they don't say do you know what i'm so sorry i actually don't know what i'm doing this is what the plan we're going for we're going to review it we want to hear from everyone do you know like there is just but maybe that's obviously not how politicians work and they whatever but yeah just taking ownership of friggin' what you've done wrong and not uh. placing the blame on us but I was in this whole um, the clubhouse, the app I spoke about last week, that it's like a voice app kind of thing, um, which was about like the pandemic and um, the vaccine. And it was like three doctors, one okay, was a PhD doctor who um, uh, specialised in vac- immunology. There was an ER doctor and also like a, another immune vaccine person. Like some of people, so people have specialised in this, and then um, in the UK, after not even no, 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 there was like this after the Spanish flu, the last global pandemic, they left the people that were like in charge. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. I'm trying to explain it. They left like set of rules of how you handle a new pandemic, and one of the first rules was like you don't lock down or you don't quarantine people straight away because then it's like especially because we live in a democracy in it like because then the gov the people will rival what you call it riot you have to allow them to make the decision for themselves first and then that's why our government waited so long because it wanted the people to see the how deep it was before they like locked us down that makes sense though but then at the same time it's like they didn't properly properly lock down like they didn't close airports they didn't close you can't do things half-hearted when it comes to stuff like this. And I think that's something that we've learned from other islands. Like we've had such a massive um, advantage being a small country or whatever, but they didn't utilize that. Like they, they fair enough. Absolutely. I agree with you. That's a fair point that to, to let the people see, okay, this is actually what we need to do rather than just being like, Oh, here, this is what I'm going to do. I don't care what you think, but then they should have done it like to the extreme and should have done a good job yeah. of it. Then I saw this TikTok thing that said, like, that explained that you finding people um, won't work because mm-hmm. when it comes to, like, rich people, they won't see it as you're, you're being um, fined for something that you've done wrong. It's like, that's the cost of going out kind of thing. Because there was a study that was done yet in, uh, I can't remember, I think it was in somewhere in Asia that these parents were being late to pick up their kids from nursery so they instead they put a fine that said okay for every hour for every minute whatever you're late you're going to pay this amount of money and lateness became more was more rampant they're like oh why is everyone coming more late because they didn't see it as they're getting paid they get they're getting fined they're seeing it as oh i have to pay them this for an extra half an hour for, for them to be with my kids yeah yeah just add it it to the tab (laughs) exactly they saw it as more of like an economic thing instead of like a punishment punishment thing yeah absolutely and it's like it's very classist that kind of punishment I hate fines like it does not make sense because what is a whatever 500 pound fine to someone who is really rich and like doesn't care about that kind of thing do you know like obviously that's only keeping the poor people in line like you need to have a a more universal kind of punishment or um I don't know what the word is for for this kind of thing. You can't you can't just find people because it doesn't affect the same for everyone. Exactly, send them to prison, or there should have been like even even with this like third lockdown or whatever, they should have like made it like because the first lockdown I was not going out, and again it was because there's there still this aspect of fear. But yeah. then I saw that oh maybe it's not that bad because we were allowed out again and you're opening things up again and whatever so maybe it's not that bad and then the fear lessens and when there's no fear people go crazy as i have as well yeah that's crazy some people but i have gone crazy yeah so it's like where do we go now 
do we get everyone vaccinated but then there is the whole thing there's less people of color especially black people not getting vaccinated because of their distrust within of like health of healthcare basically yeah even though the the uh, pandemic the coronavirus even has been affecting black people a lot more yeah so it's this like that mismatch there's also the whole thing of like people thinking there's fucking chips and uh, bruv stacy you literally lips 10 guys in one night as a dare yeah you should not be worried about what's inside the vaccine give me strength like you do you own a mobile phone do you like it what it's different like who i don't think steve job actually cares about you (laughs) enough to chip you (laughs) please he he already has every single bit of your information yeah through your search browse history through your whatsapp yeah now it's just um it's horrible because at the same time when we speak about it like you do we do stop and think about everyone that's lost their lives and the fact that it is actually a pandemic and like you know and that there's been millions and millions not millions and millions but loads of people that have been yeah millions and millions of people that have been millions of people millions the whole country pandemic not epidemic. epidemic so yeah it's just it's like six of one half dozen of the other like some people will be really like strict and really like lockdown don't do anything wrong blah 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 and then you got other people that are like advocating more for like the mental health side of things and at least finding some kind of happy medium for a while um yeah but it's really tough and like I I'm the kind of person that I actually I don't mind change I adapt pretty easily to most things um and so I've adapted to lockdown very easily like it's do you know what it's just like it's kind of rolled off my back but every now and again I find myself thinking I I really really miss my life um like I just want to go to the cinema I just want to go I want to see my friends I want to go out (laughs) yeah um and like you do feel a little bit like a bit resentful like okay let's just be honest we've said obviously we recognize the the tragedy of it all but at the same time in a selfish way as a 20 two-year-old nearly 23 like you've had like those like this is like the prime time for us to just like live our friggin' lives and it's been stolen from us and you do feel resentful and angry towards no one in particular but just like in general like that this like it's just so shit and because it's like there's no real end like you get hopeful about maybe if most of the population get vaccinated or you know maybe there is some kind of end in sight and then you see that it doesn't work for the south african variant and it doesn't work for this and like black people don't trust it and you know it's like there's just like at what point like where does this end yeah will this be like will this be the new normal where over winter and spring or whatever we're locked down then they open us up for summer then they lock us down again like will this be our new lives will we just have to live it like the next two years will do you know what i genuinely i don't know if i like if that was the case i don't see the population as a whole like doing that do you yeah. see people like actually like okay right fine over summer i'll be out and then over winter and autumn whatever i'm gonna stay inside and then the following year is like the same situation i don't I don't know if I see the British population actually doing that. No, and it's just it affects education so so much. Like I didn't deep it like until obviously I went back to work because I work with schools and stuff. How much there's like it's like a lack of knowledge, and then like so then in uni the the professors are gonna have to be doing more, and it's gonna be like the kids who have shit home lives are gonna be obviously just so like so much just so 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 much and it's like now that I'm talking about it I'm actually getting really like upset because like it feels so um so helpless do you know what I mean she feels so helpless so like again there's no end in sight because there's all just so much ish going on 
and it's like I just thought, why didn't you close the board? Like, the borders for me and, like, the university students, just, like, when you look back at it, just look at where everything, things, like, went wrong kind of thing. Yeah. And it's, like, they didn't want to follow the models of other countries. I literally, I remember when they told us masks don't do anything. I Mm -hmm. literally remember them being like masks don't do anything and I believed them and I was like okay cool I'm not gonna wear a mask then and I still literally saw everyone wearing a mask and I was like no they said masks don't do anything and like it's also I couldn't even find um medical masks anyway because yeah. everything was gone so oh my god like bruv it's yeah. so mad this like who, we're living through a the more you deep it the more it's like we're living through a global pandemic like if this carries on I don't think how how long I can keep my job for because it relies so heavily on schools so I don't think that next year they would like renew our contract yeah because schools are so on off on off on off I know like what like you just this I think that's maybe part of the reason why like I put well I've just said that I I adapt to change really well and maybe it's more of a I pretend to um I just I'm a ignorer of my problems and so I've kind of just been accepting lockdown and ignoring the fact that I hate it and the reason why I do that is because as soon as I do stop and actually think about it it's because it feels like so far away and it feels so relentless that it's like will I actually physically mentally be able to cope with if this happens like continues on for another year at least exactly like, I genuinely don't know if I would be able to cope with that. Like, I don't know how I would. Because it's like, that. Like life as you know it is completely different. And yeah, you can try different things for your mental health. Go for a walk every day. Get some exercise in. Speak to friends and family over Zoom. But it's just none of that. None of that is going to work for the next year. Like, you just have to be realistic. Like, Literally. Hi, hi like a lot of my friends are again people that are in the arts like that's most of what my, my friendship group is based off and just to see my friends not be able to have an income it's just so like it's like they shouldn't have to retrain in something else no. jesus no and like but there's obviously the realities of it that it's like listen if you you can stick to being a dancer but where the money gonna come from like you get bruv you might have to do something and it's just so upsetting it's like this is not it's not fair but who are we we can't we feel we blame the government yeah because they're an easy scapegoat like i'm looking i'm trying to look at it this like through um social sociologically and that's what i actually want to do i want to like do some reading about what sociologists are saying about the pandemic because I, I can just imagine some sick yeah like pieces that have come from this but like I'm looking at it through the model of like moral panic in how in the, in the sense of youth in it mm-hmm. and how like it was like they were like oh no moral panics won't happen anymore because whatever but I'm like yeah it's is, more like moral anxiety yeah but I'm like is this the fear of um adulthood or and the fear of not having like a young adulthood is that now become like a moral panic for us like morally this erasure of our early late teens and early adulthood is that like i don't know because we we've lost it we like chocolate adolescence because it's not adolescence it's like yeah early adulthood but like we what is early adulthood first of all and are we actually missing it because of the social side of it and we can like still basically we're still like we're still 22 23 24 25 but like are we not living our full yeah are we not get, yeah are we not getting the out of it like obviously the other generations because of us being at home because yeah. they always say like it's time for you to learn and grow and travel and whatever and we're not getting any of that so are we not going to develop obviously this is just like me like thinking very much out of the box but are we not going to develop fully as I mean I human being society I think it kind of goes back to what we were saying last week god I don't remember a week before week before um about 
this idea of like the pressures of being a certain age and like oh my god by this point I should have this and this point I should be traveling and whatever um but if you think about it because it's a global pandemic the whole world has stopped and really and truly it doesn't matter if some countries like New Zealand have continued on whatever it's only really going to press play on that when the whole world is back to where it was before and so it doesn't really matter because everyone's going to be in the same boat. Like whether you're, there might be 30 year olds in the club partying, but that's okay because way back when, like that was like a few years ago, that was maybe their time to go, but there was a global pandemic and everyone's going to feel the same way. Like there's good, it's kind of like one of those like sci-fi movies where like people disappear for five years and then come back. And then like, like if you've seen an Avengers, they disappear and then they come back and like, yes okay they their friends are like five years older but they still have to continue on like go back to school and do these things like I think it's still going to be the same for us like do you know I don't know it's yeah it's horrible it's a horrible horrible thought and I don't think I think that's why people don't talk about it is because once you do like you get into this dark I'm depressed like it's a very depressing episode I'm sorry everyone we did not think you know this is what they say you should plan things before look at us yeah now. but um I saw this TikTok where this baby was a toddler born in the pandemic. So they've social interaction was not something for like they weren't used to it. So when they go outside to like shopping and stuff, they get overstimulated by like so many people and yeah. they've never had a play date before. So like all this stuff is very new to them. And it's just so like wild seeing how these kids are like social interaction is something that's so foreign to them yeah. and how they react to it and their overstimulation I'm just like, oh my god poor babies oh. it's something I never actually thought about until I saw that TikTok and another TikTok of a little girl um who's only ever known like a pandemic and like finds like pretends that there's like sanitizing stations like every two steps and like I like genuinely I was so busy obviously caught up in my own world and like what it's like to be a 20 something but looking at it, like, if you imagine being born and raised during a pandemic, like, that is all they know. And I think that will be even more damaging because, like, then they have to slowly, I guess, kind of teach them how to be a sociable person and how to deal with certain situations. Because they don't, they're not, like, it's such a, a very, very important time for them. And they just don't, like, they're literally just stuck at home. Yeah, like, my nephews, he'll be pretending he has his mask on and he'll wear his mask in the house like it's it's like a scarf for them yeah like, wow it's like literally part wow. of a game like they just don't really like they don't know anything else like that's 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 what's so weird like is that we're getting to the point now where there are children out there that don't know anything else there'll be one-year-olds that were born in the pandemic yeah you how mad that is it's just no, uh, it's a never it's All honestly right. a never-ending conversation like we could sit and talk yeah. about it forever i'm done um, i'm depressed i'm, done I'm absolutely beside myself now i'm gonna just yeah. i've had like three beers and i think i'm just gonna continue now <laughs> yeah oh uh, no it's it's horrible and if you're feeling the same way as us please reach out i think the the only really way to help is to talk about it and to be open about it and yeah if you need to talk to someone please do reach out whether it's us or um maybe we can put up some like helplines and stuff like that in some yeah. of our posts would be good um just to kind of get people to talk but I'm sorry this has been such a depressing episode and but I think it's important to talk about and not ignore yeah exactly so and if you think I'm a bad person for wanting to leave the country well I'm sorry I do too <laughs> so yeah. don't worry about it I'm with you I'll be on the plane with you <laughs> yo let's go oh man but anyway um thanks so much for listening Thank um you, until next week from me and from me goodbye bye